Hello, and welcome back to the Pocket Network Podcast. I'm your host, Margarita Petrosian, and each week I'll have different guests here so we can discuss hot topics in the industry, common challenges, and so much more. Hopefully with each episode, real estate professionals like yourself will be inspired and motivated to change the world. So this week, I have Jackie Valenzuela with me. Jackie, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Hi, thank you for having me. How's your day going so far? It's actually great. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm excited for an exciting conversation. Uh, Edward, actually, he was your mentee, right? Yes. Yeah, he talks so highly of you. And just from our brief phone call, I'm so excited. I feel like we're going to touch so many hot topics. And uh, with all of your experience, I feel like we could do maybe like five or six podcasts and still teach people more. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot to learn. Yeah. So uh, let's start off with just a little background. So if you want to talk about uh, where you started, how you got to the company and your role right now. Yeah. So um, I started actual real estate in 2005. Um, That journey uh, has been, you know, really amazing in terms of where I'm at now. Um, I had a brokerage that I owned and ran in West Hollywood for a few years. Okay. And um, then discovered the company, right, EXP. And so um, when I started to look at the business model and where my business was heading, um, you know, it was really just, you know, one of those aha moments. Um, I've always, my passion and my love has always been in education and helping others. Um, One of the reasons why I went into real estate. Um, However, now with all of this time, experience, knowledge, and skill that I've accumulated over the years, um, it just seems like the right, it just seemed like the right thing to do to really focus on educating um, other agents on how to properly build a business within a business. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That's one of the things that we were talking about during our first podcast with Edward. Uh, We talked about how there's just a natural progression in every real estate agent's career. And for some people, that might be uh, having their own firm like yourself. For other people, it's retiring and just having a bunch of investments to grow their wealth. And then there's other people like you that feel the need and they really have the talent to give back to people that are willing to learn, whether it's newbies in the industry or people that are already well-established and just want to find out with this uh, innovating, fast-paced world, what else they could do with their career. Absolutely. I mean, listen, the fact is that throughout your career, you're going to go through phases and and whatnot. And and so even if you've been an industry veteran for a very long time, you know, you may find yourself where you hit a glass ceiling and you need a bit of guidance. You need a bit of inspiration. You need to kind of get out of that. And that's, that's, that that's where I feel that I'm able to come in and, and, and shift that perspective and say, okay, well, let's look at, you know, what else can you do within the real estate space? Because there's so much. Yeah. It's, it's so open, right? Um, one of the reasons I absolutely love uh, this industry because um, you can make it your own um, in, in so many different ways, whether you wanted to, you know, like myself, go into, um, you know, education, investing. There's just so many things. So many things. Yeah, for sure. And uh, with, like you said, hitting the glass ceiling, sometimes that might not actually be uh, a result of the industry, what's happening in the economy. It could totally be something internally. And I know that's something that you definitely focus on with your uh, mentees. It's not just about where is the industry going now, but it's where are you going now? What do you need as a person and what's going to help you grow? So let's talk a little more about that. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. So one of the first things that I do when I um, meet with my agents is we look at their big why. Why are they even in it? You know, for um, newer agents coming in, you know, this may be something that they need, you know, kind of help putting together. And a lot of people come into the industry and they're like, oh, we're going to, you know, they see the paychecks. Yeah. Right. You have these reality shows that show these like exuberant paychecks and they're like, yes, I'm going to go in there for the money or for this. Um, and they very quickly learn that it's not an industry that, you know, it has quick results. I mean, you know, the, uh, the key word in real estate is consistency. Yes. And in order to sustain that consistency, you really have to believe in what you're doing and you have to have that big why. So we really look at, you know, like, why are you in it? You know, what is it that you're trying to accomplish and achieve? Is this a means to an end? Or, you know, so really diving into that and looking at that. Because once we can, you know, connect them to their inspiration, to their purpose, um, then everything kind of then starts to flow, right? It's much easier to um, extract the systems needed to create that consistency and that success over time. Um, it, it, it allows the agent to really tap into that sustainability. Yeah. And that's, that's, you can't get that anywhere else. That's something you have to connect with within yourself. Yeah, of course. It's just endless growth. And the way you do that, it's not just by having your mentor, but actually listening to them. And like you said, consistency is a major thing. That's one of the top, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. It, if I feel like a lot of people, like you said, not just reality shows, but they see these real estate moguls and they're like, oh, I want to be that. And that's great. You can be that. But these people, have you asked them about their journey? Have you talked to them about what it took to get there? It wasn't an overnight thing. It wasn't like a, a one night you you go, you blow up an Instagram post and all of a sudden everyone's buying homes from you, <laughs> yeah, right? No, it doesn't yeah. work that way. And I think a lot of us, especially with social media, you know, we tend to think that because that, that it, that's the perception that appears out there. And the fact of the matter is that most of, you know, um, the very successful real, real estate agents in our industry have years and years of like failures and, you know, just, you know, coming up against the wall, but then getting up and trying again and, and switching and, you know, shifting and making changes. And, I, you know, and so it's, it's really, um, you know, breaking that to newer agents coming into the industry and saying, hey, look, it's not just about you know, the money and the success, you really have to like dig in for something much greater than that. And then for um, agents that have been in the business for, for, for a while, um, the failures can get them to a place where like there's lack of inspiration and lack of motivation because they, they get to a point where like, well, it's not going to work. Well, I've been doing it. And really and truly, when you sit down with an agent, especially one that's experienced, it's like, okay, so what are you doing? Yeah. So walk me through your day. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And that that's, that's where you start to pick and that's where you start to figure out, okay, agents are starting to like, I'm like, tell me what you do Monday, you know, through Friday to, you know, get the success that you're looking for. And it's, it's simple habits, right? Like yeah. when you, when you, when you really look at, you know, really successful people, they have adopted habits that they, the rituals that you do day in and day out. Um, and so, um, getting to that discipline yes. for a lot of people is it's that in and of itself is the journey. Of course. Right. And, uh, like you said, not just habits, but what makes you happy during the week? Because 
I feel like burnout is so glorified nowadays. Doesn't matter what industry you look at. Oh, I'm, I'm going to college at 12 units, 18 units, plus the 40 hour a week job. Great. And if you have to do that, I'm so proud of you, but let's not glorify that. Let's yeah. look at what we could do to help ourselves. What makes you happy? It's not a one week vacation per month, right? It's just small things. Like you said, habits during the, the day, for example, iced coffee. That, that can make me smile, right? right? So if that's what it takes every morning, get up, don't get lazy, make yourself a really nice cup of iced coffee, whether you need to pray, whether you need to meditate, whatever it is that really makes you centered, that makes you inspired and just more positive. Because if you have a mindset in the morning, I'm not going to make it. If you have that mindset, you think You've already, gonna, that, yeah. that's it. Yeah, First really, step. Yeah, I'm really glad that you brought that up because... Um, for me in my own experience, um, I did get to a point, I mean, I've been in real estate for close to 20 years. So I did get to a point where, you know, I did feel very unmotivated and just like, oh my God, is this it? Am I just, you know? And so I began to really look at myself and what I was doing. And I really had to go back and like, look at that big why. Yes. Um, one of the things that I implemented in my own uh, life was, you know, my morning routine. And I think, you know, for a lot of us, um, whether you're in real estate or any type of business, you know, the first hour that you rise, that you dedicate to just yourself, like you said, whatever it is, be it a coffee, be it praying, meditation, you know, yoga, whatever, but if you spend that one hour nurturing yourself, it makes a whole lot of difference throughout the day. You're just in a better mood. Things just happen. And if something does happen that's unexpected, you know, that may not be the best thing, you know, you're not, you know, harping on that thing. You're, of course. You're, you're, you realize that you see it and you're like, okay, let's, let's keep moving forward. As opposed to staying stuck in that and taking that from experience to experience throughout your day of course so, you know that that definitely so I do talk to um my agents about that I think mindset is huge yeah I think you know um with most uh with most agents you know they're the way that they run this their own business is very telling of their own habits yes for sure yeah, I, I was reading something online recently. I think it was a life coach, and they uh, they made it very specific. She counted how many seconds were in a day. Don't remember, so I'm just going to keep it to hours. So let's say five seconds you found out bad news or something really bad happened. Are the rest of your 24 hours in that day going to be ruined and no production whatsoever because of those five seconds? If there's nothing that you could do immediately to recover from that, if not, then you put it to the side. That's for tomorrow. You pray on it. You uh, work with your mentor on it. You reflect on yourself to see. And um, self-reflection, I think, is a really big one. So whether Absolutely you have a mentor. Yeah. So if I come to you and you're amazing, you have all these years of experience, Am I really going to benefit from you if I'm not ready to admit what I do wrong, reflect on my own habits, what gets me going, um, why am I not excited about getting up, am I in the right career? A lot of people, just because they spent the, what is it, 32 hours to get the real estate license, <laughs> yeah. they're like, I have the license, I paid for it, I studied, I told everyone I'm doing it, and I'm not going to be a failure, I'm just going to keep going. But if you realize that's not for you, the real estate industry is not, it's not a little uh, circle, right? So there's so 
so many things you could do. Yeah. So real estate um, mentors like yourself, whether it's uh, going meeting with them in person or meeting with them on different types of social networks, I, I don't think people have really realized the gold mine that we have there, an experienced agent, especially like yourself. You said you have 20 years of experience. In the past 20 years, mm -hmm. how has the industry changed? How many times has it changed? Oh and you've survived. Clearly, there's uh, something to be said about adaptability and mindset. And that's, and that's, and that's, that's it. You, you, you got it right there. It's adaptability. And, um, and not, only, you know, not only that, and I think you said this just right before, was, you know, knowing or being prepared to listen to the message and knowing and being prepared to do that actual um, self-reflection. And that, you know, that's a big thing because, you know, in self-reflection, herein lies the truth, right? And a lot of us, you know, at many times shy away from that. It's, yeah. it's much easier because, you know, when you then decide to look at it for what it really is, then, then it requires change. Yes. And, 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 so, and so this is where, so for me, I've been uh, very fortunate enough, um, you know, that I've, people know that, you know, hear the, the type of um, training and coaching that I do. Um, and so for the most part, you know, most are ready. I do get, you know, I've got an agents who are not ready to, you know, look at their habits and look at what they're doing and, and, and how they can shift those things to, um, to show up in real estate, you know, in such a way that would be so positively beneficial. But it's weird, right? Because we, we see it. We see yeah. that if we were to do X, Y, and Z, we can be here. But it's that, you know, it's, it's having the intellectual knowledge of it, but not being able to match it with your, with your actions. Yeah. And do you think that, um, do you think that comes from fear or is it more like ego and I'm good where I am? I've done the work. It's, I think it, you know, it really depends on the individual. Um, and so, I mean, it could be a whole lot of things really and truly because habits, you know, we, we pick those up over the years and depending on the age, depending on the life experience, you know, you can, you know, be walking around with limited beliefs and things yes. about, you know, things about the industry or things about yourself, I think, you know, um, and I see this most often when I'm working with agents and, you know, we, we touch on the topic of social media, you know, social media is now a huge thing in our industry. If you're not visibly out there, then are you really out there? Yeah. Is kind of the thing, right? And so, and so this becomes such a major roadblock to a lot of agents because for a lot of them triggers insecurity, not, you know, like, am I good enough? You know, yeah. what are they going to say? What are they going to do? So they end up putting this pillar of thought before they go into anything. And so all of a sudden, this pillar of thought is right in front of them. They get, what is it, analysis paralysis. They've overthought, you know, the post, the video, yes. or, you know, how they want to show up. And then it never gets done. And so when you start seeing, you know, that, that type of behavior... And what their fallback is, and you can see that, you know, kind of throughout, you know, in, in their business and possibly even personally. Yeah. And so this is where, you know, you have to uh, practice a, a bit of tough love 
with the agents and say, hey, look, this is what I see. And, you know, I really think you're great. And, you know, really pull them out of that. Um, and, and for a lot, they just need that support and reassurance. Like, you're going to be great. We all start off that way. Like, for most social media content creators, when you look at their you know, first oh, yeah. post and Compare first it. videos, right? Yeah. Like, oh my God. But you see the natural progression of how they get better and, and the video quality, the, you know, the tools, you Yeah, know. just the comfortable, uh, comfortability of the person behind the camera. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and, and that's what real estate is really and truly. It's like feeling all of those feelings of insecurity, especially when you're a newer agent, feeling all those things and just saying, I'm still going to do it. Exactly. If you don't try, you'll never know. And right now with how fast paced the world is, not just social media, even if you somehow embarrass yourself, which highly unlikely if it's in a professional setting, if you do embarrass yourself, it moves forward so quickly within the next 24 hours there'll be millions of other posts and <laughs> yes. people will forget you and can bury your improve. own post exactly yeah, yeah delete it <laughs> and i know nothing is technically really deleted but if it's just something where you don't like the way you look you don't like the way you sound you didn't sound like you had the facts it's not a big deal and at the end of the day most people especially in the industry um, especially when you're speaking to a mentor they're there for your growth yeah. and you just have to accept that especially like let's say if someone's meeting with you I can just imagine if they're sitting there trying to be, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Perfect and trying to present <laughs> their best self, that's great. But the point of the mentor is you lay it out. And yes. like you said, be honest with yourself. And that goes back to transparency. The business model for a lot of companies, why does it work? Because it works, exactly. right? And it's not just a business model for, for companies, right? So if you are transparent with yourself, the self-growth, it will show. People will see it. Yeah. It's not just, uh, it won't just be reflected in your uh, your business, but your own personal life, how great you feel, like you're, you feel like you're standing on your own two feet. You learn to slowly love yourself. And that's something else I think that's really important because people think loving yourself is like this selfish thing. But in reality, we're not talking about, I'm the best there's no one better than me I'm amazing at everything I'm beautiful right yeah. so we're talking about accept your flaws and accept that someone can help you change them and that you can be better yeah absolutely I mean in 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 man self-love is a whole topic in and of itself right um but it really you you really you you have to get really granular with it um and I think this is where you know um, with with my coaching, like some agents will will opt to like deep dive into that and will really get into it. Um, you know, um, you know my lifestyle, my life coaching skills will come in into that. Um, and then there's some agents that are just like, no, I just want to learn the business, the fundamentals, and they'll stay very like on the superficial end of it, which is yeah. fine which is fine. Everybody at their own pace. We're yes. all in the same But journey. eventually we want them to get there, right? Yeah. Eventually in, in some, and you know, with some agents, it takes a little bit longer to get there. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had agents where they've been so resistant at the beginning and, oh no, I, you know, they'll like bypass and want to like, I don't have to watch those videos and I don't have to learn this. And I, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't need to go. I'm not here market. for therapy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then like, you know, a few weeks later, they're like, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember what she said. It's now and yeah. it clicks at some point or another. So I feel like, um, you know, I the fundamentals, the day to day things, the basic business um, coaching is is great. And, you know, I, I 
do as much as I can with the agents, but I really do think like, you know, diving into these other things of like, you know, the morning routines and doing yes. things and talking about those things, you know, are you getting enough sleep? You know, you know, are you eating correctly? Because all of these things really affect the mind. Yeah. They affect, you know, how clear you're thinking. You know, if you're having fog brain, you don't know, you know, you don't know which decision to make, you know, what lead gen program to purchase or what video to post or, you know, these are all things that are going to affect you um, and affect your business. And um, I think as a newer agent, or anybody going into business for themselves may not necessarily see how important this is. This is this is what needs to be an optimal health, yeah. right? And so that it works properly, yeah. so that you're able to conduct and do business um, in such a way. Um, so you know, emotional intelligence is is part of you know a, a, a building block of of my coaching program because you know it is literally being very aware of yourself and your emotions. And if you begin this journey to to start with yourself, it will help so much in terms of working with clients. Um, being able to be so aware of the needs of that consumer, of that client. Yes. Um, and not only are you aware of that, but you're, you know, compassionate or empathetic towards that. And that authenticity, that client or that agent picks up on that. Yeah, for sure. And so this is where, you know, you begin to start building bonds and, you know, relationships with the people that you're out there helping, servicing in real estate. So, you know, um, I think that one of the, one of the um, main, you know, topics and most of, all, all of the agents that I um, coach will tell you um, that I push, you know, really and truly for the agents to focus on the sphere of influence and the people that they know, um, you know, and when they meet with clients, you know, deepening that relationship with them, yes. you know, um, in whatever way, you know, for me, you know, in the last couple of years, I've made that switch to work with the people that I know and deep and from that core group has been another core group come out of it and another core yeah. group come out of it. And so, um, and so when I look back, I'm like, wow, I've made this, you know, this group of people around me and these are people that I actually enjoy to work with enjoy to have conversations with you know go to the their family stuff and, yeah. and vice real and connections versa. real connections and you're the creator of that you can pick and choose who you want to work with yes who you surround yourself with there you go yeah that's I was speaking uh, to my friend recently and she's a real estate agent and she was telling me how she's focusing on her look right now and building the right look to attract the right clients to try attract the right circle and definitely that could be very important uh, depending on who your client is who the people you're networking is with um, are so definitely can be super important. But then I was telling her, I was like, okay, that's amazing. If you think that's going to work for you, I support it. But um, are we taking a moment to think about 
your inside? Are you taking a moment to see what's going to make you happy? Or are you just going to put on a fake, cute little smile with your new teeth and just talk to the right people, hope they like you, do like get out of your comfort zone to please them, to talk about what they want to talk about? Or would you rather just be your, yourself, be authentic to yourself, um, make sure you're growing as a human so that people feel this energy, feel this love that you have, this truth that you're speaking and you're not struggling. Oh, what did I tell her last time? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, who was I last time? Let me act like the same person. <laughs> Definitely not sustainable. Yeah. If you want to stay in real estate for a long time, that's only going to, you know, it's, it's like that facade, right? Um, you know, one thing that I, I, I always say is whenever you meet somebody new, you literally meet their representative. It really and truly is. Because, yeah. you know, when you meet somebody new, whoever it is on a business, you know, a personal or whatnot, that, you know, we always want to show up, up our best, right? Yeah. So a our version best, of ourselves. Yeah, the best, the best yeah. version, right? And, um, but you can only sustain that for so long yeah. that, you know, three, four months down the line, you're like, you know, it starts kind of dwindling and you start seeing, you know, the real, the yeah. Re yeah. So, um, in real estate, you know, same thing. I mean, it is not sustainable all and you know, I think the conundrum also is that here we have this industry that is so, um, you know, based on, yeah, what you see, what you have. Um, and that's fine and great. There's nothing wrong with having, you know, cars and homes and, and yeah. this and that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, but, you know, um, it does have to come from, uh, you know, a good place inside. Of course. Um, because this business, you know, will, <laughs> this business will run you to the ground if you, if you let it. Yeah. Yeah. And just thinking about um, myself, who am I going to refer my mom to if she wants to buy a house, whatever she wants to do? Yeah. Am I referring her to the cute real estate agent who uh, wears all brand names and has a beautiful Malibu home because she must be successful? Or am I referring her to someone who, when I spoke to them, I felt like I was actually seeing them. They were actually seeing me. They weren't being fake to please me. They yeah. weren't putting on a look so I could refer clients to them. No, I would most likely refer my mom who I would want her to have have the best to the person that made me feel comfortable, made me feel like they're honest and they're not going to lie to my mom. Yeah. Right? And the fact of it is that, you know, one of the, one of the really amazing things that I've um, experienced within the company is, is the community. And there is a lot of really, really good real estate agents out there, um, you know, making such big difference in, in people's lives. Right. Um, and so that's, you know, I do want to bring that out there because, you know, we are out there. Yeah. Um, and so, and, you know, you just I have, have to find your group, your people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and that only comes with you being who you are. Yeah. Yeah, lifelong connections, because like you said, there are some people where real estate, that's not the long game for them. That's what they want short term, um, whether they want to be a coach later or whether they just want this to grow their own investments. But then in the future, all of these people that you spent so many years trying to make them like you, where are they going? Do you even actually like them? Or are you going to find yourself in a beautiful, big home with no friends, with no real connections? And then also what's going on next in your life? What's the next step for your career? Whether you surrounded yourself with all real estate agents or not, it doesn't matter if they're the right people, they're the right friends, they really got to know you, they can be your mentor. It doesn't matter if they're not in the industry that you're going to approach later, whether whoever they meet, 
all of their clients, if it's yeah. the industry you decide to progress to, they're going to remember you. They made a connection with you and they've got your back. Yeah. And that's the point. And that, you know, that's the point is to, to be able to walk away and leave, you know, this, 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 um, impact, right. You know, leave a person feeling like, wow, she took the time. She really cares. Um, whether you're, uh, working with the consumer or you're, you know, working together alongside with another agent, yeah. you know, um, because that, that in and of itself too, like, again, going back to the emotional intelligence is being really, um, able to be aware of what the situation requires, yeah. right? This, this like emotional maturity, um, and that takes you a long way, not just with, you know, being able to connect and, and, and get clients, but also once you have the clients and you want to, um, you know, be their advocate and get a, a great deal for them, you know, if you begin to tap into your emotional intelligence, you then become this like superhero of like negotiations. Yeah. Right? Like you can really tap into that and be able to negotiate an amazing deal for your client or even negotiate, you know, an amazing deal for yourself. If you're representing a seller and you have to like, really like talk to that seller and let them know, like, this is what I'm worth. Exactly. This is, this is what I'm going to do. And this is the results that I'm going to bring to the table. And this is why you're paying X amount of, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, so it, it, it is, it's, it's a great, um, journey to get to to really start to look at that but it's not one that everybody's ready for yeah of course yeah and um like you said when you're representing your client whether it's when they're purchasing house and you're representing them to the person uh selling the house or the family that goes a long way because um not everything's about money at the end of the day as that might be surprising to hear for some people yeah. but um i know someone who was buying a home and actually my sister's similar thing happened with my sister when she was buying her first home uh, she got to meet the people that used to live in the home so um, I don't know if they were the ones that were showing it or they just happened to be there it's just one of the instances you know as, as a real estate professional we're literally in the middle of of all of these like family dynamics right whether it's uh, you know we're representing a family that's moving up from you know uh, an entry-level home to you know the the bigger home whether it's you know unfortunately maybe through a divorce and you know a house has to be liquidated or even a death. So we're in these really important milestones of people's lives. Yeah. And so it can't just be about the money. Um, it's not gonna work. Yeah, for sure. If you if you if if you don't if you can't dig into yourself while you're talking to your client, you know, in a situation where you know compassion is needed because you know, for whatever reason, maybe they lost someone or maybe it's a divorce or maybe, you know, some, some situation like that, it's not going to be, you know, um, uh, a balanced situation for anybody, right? It's yeah. just gonna, it just won't work. And so, um, uh, so yeah, absolutely. It, one of the pillar stones of my coaching is that emotional intelligence is so highly important to be able yeah. to tap into that for sure. 
Yeah, and um, like you said, so I, I'm thinking of uh, when you were talking about the real estate agents who are not ready for social media. So that kind of got me thinking about the older people, people that have been in the real estate game longer, and they've been working great without social media. And so why should I jump into this new thing that I don't understand, that I feel like is um, it's going to make me like a little self-obsessed, whatever the reason is, yeah. they're not into social media, but I feel like it's those people that would actually need mentorship more than the young people the younger people might be able to figure it out on their own or um, if if someone's young their family might just decide to buy a home from them just to help them out until they kind of learn the process yeah. but then these people who they've known the industry maybe they've been really successful in the past but how do you go uh, how do you level up yeah um, and that's that's a good one actually and I gotta tell you uh, very slowly Okay. <laughs> it does happen. Um, actually, currently, I want to say um, on my roster right now, I have about five seniors. Okay. And were they seniors who just got into the game or they've been real estate agents? Um, four have been in the game. Okay. And are, um, are, yeah, are on that journey of like really trying to level up with, with technology. And one literally has had a whole, you know, um, career mm -hmm. and, and self-made, you know, businessman. Amazing. And literally during COVID decided, you know, was going to close that down. 30 years wow. of had a business in Beverly Hills and decided he was going to go into real estate. Wow. And that that so, takes a lot. It takes a lot, yeah. but you know it's it's interesting because you see that you know because he he's he's built a business and had a business and this and that the tenacity is mm -hmm. there. Like you know he wants to learn, and I can see his mind going faster than what his yeah. hands can do. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, so I do have to spend um, a bit more time with them. Yeah. Um, and of course, now there's all these social media interns that you can hire to do that work for you if you want. So as long as you learn what content is okay or like you're open-minded, yeah. you can hire someone young to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's definitely uh, uh, resources out there for that. Um, I, what I have seen for the most part is them having this like willingness Mm -hmm. and want to actually get in there and do it. And yeah. so that right there is like, all right, so you want to do it, it's going to happen. Yes. It's just a matter of when. And yeah. It's a matter of how much effort you're going to put into it and, you know, how consistently and how often. And so, and so, and, and so for that, then, you know, the focus shifts, you know, um, and we spend more time on that and kind of figure out, all right, well, these are the social media platforms, pick one. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. We'll automate the rest. Right. We'll put them on a, some kind of social media manager. For, you know, you can hire somebody or you can you, you don't have to nowadays. Yeah. There's platforms out there where, you know, um, you can automate everything. But let's focus on one. Which one are you most on? And for most, you know, seniors, Facebook. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I could have guessed. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, oh, that's simple. Let me. Yeah. Let's sit down. Which is nice because it's automatically connected to Instagram. Yeah. Exactly. So it'll exactly, and so they can they can hit the both platforms. But I think um, even more importantly, and I like to bring this up, is you know our company has a university. Okay. And so this platform is amazing, not just for newer agents, but like you said, for senior agents or agents who may be struggling with technology. There are classes. Yeah. 
And this is EXP, yes. what's the program called? Um, so we have, um, actually we have, uh, our company has a, what's called the World, which is like a virtual um, university. Okay. And so um, the classes are on Monday through Sunday. That's part of the, the little walkthrough avatar? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, Edward like showed it's us EXP's, today. EXP's metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it's what they did before Facebook did it. Basically. Yes, well, yeah, it's been since been around since two thousand nine. Okay, uh, Verbella is uh, the technology company that owns it, and so you can log in there and literally your avatar will sit down in the classroom and you're listening and hearing, you know, the instructions or the class, and so um, this is really, really um, an amazing. Uh, benefit that they get because they wouldn't otherwise, you know, these are classes that sometimes you may have to pay, yeah. you know, to, to go to. Um, and so throughout the week, they can pick and choose with classes and they have amazing classes from like actual, you know, contract classes yeah. that, you know, are very fundamental to our business to like how to start a Facebook page yeah. and we'll, they'll walk you through. So, um, you know, that level of support with the company is, is, is good uh, for me as a coach mm -hmm. because I can then, you know, coach them with my curriculum, have them attend the class and then come back and say, okay, well, what did you learn? Yeah. Let's put this together now. Um, and that, that has been really helpful. It's one of the reasons why I made the switch and thought, you know, this company it really, really works well with what I'm, you know, looking to do with agents. Yeah. Because yeah. It's, advancement it's, in technology is huge because originally I was thinking this is something really cool for young people who are used to technology. But then now that I hear you talking about your older clients, instead of just having this virtual little phone or computer, whatever it is that you don't fully understand, all of a sudden you're visually seeing yourself sitting in class, you're seeing the board, you're seeing other people walking past you, you can have live conversations with them. So now I totally see the benefit of people who are not as used to using technology, who are just making that transition. So it's pretty genius, the idea. Yeah. And I think yeah. the other thing that's um, a gentle reminder for for anybody you know coming into the company because we are different mm -hmm. you know there's there is a lot of technology involved within our company but um you know change is always going to be at the beginning um challenging it yeah. just is it just is so I, i'm there to remind them that yeah it's it's not easy. Yeah, it's first. a natural progression in yeah. life. You just, you have what it takes. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you're in the process. Yeah. And you're, you're walking that path. And, you know, yeah, you dumped your foot right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry about that. You'll get better. But let's get up and keep walking. Yeah. And so, and even that, like, that type of support, I think, for me, is what, you know, what I, like, smile inside about because um, I remember having a mentor myself and I think this is one of the reasons why it's so near and dear to me um, had that mentor not been there through that first year of my business I it, I don't know it would have been different yeah you know um, and sometimes you know you don't need to be instructing so much sometimes it's just of like I see you yeah I see what you're doing I see your effort good job keep going, it's not easy, and just that, 
give somebody else the motivation to like, okay, I can keep going. Yeah. Because in this industry, your growth, the change, it's not obvious. It's not a chart that you can look at. It's not always numbers, right? So if there's someone there who you trust, who really is looking out for you, it's not a competition, then that makes you feel more content and more peaceful yeah. inside that I'm making the right steps. I'm, I'm doing the right thing. And tomorrow, whether it's tomorrow or the next day or one year down from now, this is going to work out for me. Yeah, this is where absolutely. I'm supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, uh, that's, that's where I feel like it really, those little like subtle conversations are what makes all the difference. Yeah. And so, um, it's, it, and it's, it's amazing to see the progression from when they first come in, you know, you know, bug eyed, not knowing what yeah. to, to do or say or, or not to like really seeing them, you know, in a transaction and like having the conversations and having, you know, um, all these things happening around them and, and so them feeling so happy and accomplished, yeah. like, Oh my God, I actually made it to this. Point. Yeah. Applying it naturally. Yeah. And yeah. I think, um, for in our industry, um, you know, we've just had this like mentality of like, go, go, go. And, and, and you have to be a hustler. And there's like, as you said earlier, like, you know, work 80 hours, you yeah. know, and, you know, and that's all you have to do. And, you know, and sometimes you, you know, we're made feel a certain way if we're not in that hustle mentality. Yeah. And sometimes you're so tired working 80 hours a week, you can't stop to really reflect and think 80 hours of exhaustion. <laughs> Compare that to 40 hours of being at your peak. Yeah. What's what's going to be better when um, you look at some studies, they compare being uh, sleepless nights to driving under the influence. Oh, so yeah. imagine working under the influence all the time because you're never prioritize, prioritizing your sleep, your rest. How is that going to grow your business? Exactly. 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 Yeah. Uh, for me, um, building my business and getting where I, I am now has helped me grow personally so much. The both have been hand in hand. And I, you know, have loved seeing, you know, the, the both, you know, seeing how they intertwined right and how i integrate lessons that i've learned in business and and like say oh i can i can see and i can put it into my personal and vice versa yeah. right um and so you know it really isn't about working harder it's really figuring a way to work smarter yeah um and you know going back to being in that you know positive attitude right that positive attitude carries this energetic footprint or vibration that, you know, then allows, you know, things to come in and sometimes even so effortlessly, right? Yeah. As opposed to when you're, when you're holding on to something and you're like, oh, I need this, I need this. And you're working out of a place of lack. Yeah. There's no room in your life. There's no room because you're so like this, right? And it's, and the other thing that happens is that you, you then start to have tunnel vision where you're just so hyper-focused on the lack of not having clients, on the lack of not having business, you know, or enough money or this yeah. and that, that you're so focused and worried about those things that you're not seeing opportunities that may be coming in and, and things like this. And so this is where it's like, you know, slow down slow down slow down ask for advice and really hear it 
Yeah. Don't just sit there and say, okay, take notes, right? Think about how can this be directly applied to my life? And then if your mentor doesn't really know you, then maybe go home. Who do you trust? Do you trust your mom? Who is always there for you? Who wants the best for your career, but also really knows you as a person? Because then they can help you. Sometimes if you can't think straight, these are the people that can help you, first of all, be very real with you, whether it's being rude, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, yeah. yeah. But to tell you that, you know, what this is what I've noticed in your personal life are you bringing that to work with you are your clients noticing that in you that's that's that right there is is a big one because you know um, again going back to emotional intelligence you know there are you build a relationship with this client they see you talking to them every day or every other day right um, and so I, I remember very early on in in my career um, I had this, the pitch of my voice was very telling. So I'd get on the phone and be like, hi, how are you? You know, like everything's yeah. going great. And then there, and then when the tough conversations were needed to be had, that tone would go a little bit down and clients would be like, okay, what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, they, they feel can it. Tell, they can tell. Yeah. And so over time I've learned to like, you know, bring a balance to that pitch you know, because they're following that pitch. Yeah, you're guiding their emotions. I'm guiding them through that yeah. pitch. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because so, I would be like, if my mentor is freaking out, should I be freaking out <laughs> exactly, double? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so being able to um, understand how pivotal your role is and how your clients are literally looking at everything about you yeah. listening to your pitch looking at your body movements to really like find out okay what's going on are yeah. they tricking me are, are they she about to run away yeah she's gonna <laughs> run away she's gonna give me great news that, you know um and so that is 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 huge mm -hmm. but this also is where you you know becoming very aware right aware of yourself and aware of what others needs and you being able to direct that yeah, of course, because what you do or what someone else does won't work for every single person. Yeah. We could have 10 different people in a room, and if we all did the same exact thing, maybe none of us would be successful, maybe one of us would exactly. be. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And the thing is that, you know, we, we have hard conversations all the time, whether we're having difficult conversations with our clients or we're having difficult conversations with other agents, right? Yeah. Your offer didn't get accepted or... You know, w what do you mean you're writing this in your offer yeah. or, you, or, you know, that price is too low or whatever, right? Yeah, life isn't always easy. So yeah. you need and, someone to be honest. And how you deal with that, right? Because if you're full of ego yeah, and somebody says to you, hey, or your client's like upset at you and how you react is huge. Yeah. So many agents, you know, lose business because of this. They don't know how to manage those tough conversations. They match yeah. the clients, you know, whatever it is, whether they're upset, the agent gets more upset. You know, like yeah. and I've noticed in a lot of programs now, different careers, um, not specific to anything, they now require not only that you take a communication course, but then you learn uh, more about 
just within your industry, psychology and how you make people feel by not just the way you present yourself, your body language, but the way you talk to them. So whether it's a doctor speaking to the patient using the right verbiage, whether it's a real estate agent, you don't just call the client or text them and be like, they said no, bye. Like, yes, exactly. Or just like this is the forever home they're looking for. Yeah, exactly. It's being able to navigate those conversations. And, and, and it really truly is like, hey, stop for a minute. Stop for a minute and put yourself in your client's shoes. Yeah. Remember everything they've said to you throughout this. This is their first time buying a house or this is, you know, remember all those things, you know, and, and, and put yourself in that situation so you know how to, you know, best handle it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's a, that's a thing, you know, it's, it, it, again, it depends on the individual and their maturity level and if they're ready to like, but you know, this is definitely some thing that we see as, you know, across the board with agents yeah. that, you know, just don't know how to handle that. For sure. And I think that, um, I'm remembering our phone conversation last week. I think that goes back to, um, what actually Edward is always talking about how his mentor, Jackie is always telling you him that you are a business. You're not just a real estate agent, whether you're working for EXP or whether you have your own firm, it doesn't matter because you need to feel like you yourself are representing a brand you yourself are a company right and first of all what do you want that to look like yeah I think I I think you know being able to shift that and that's a difficult one um, because especially if you you know whether you're a younger person coming straight out of college to get into real estate or you know and never had a business of your own right yeah Um, to go into that mindset you know does really take some time but introducing that mindset and saying, look, like, think of yourself like a business has business hours. Yeah. They have an office policy manual. You know, they have certain things that they abide by. And again, the brand is so important, right? Yeah. So how do you want to show up in real estate? And, you know, um, and once a, an agent really makes that shift in their mind and starts to see themselves as an actual business, that's where you start to see positive changes. Yeah. That's where you start to see like, oh, they start believing in themselves as a business. You know, I think a lot of them initially are just like, look at themselves like, no, that's a business over there. I'm just, you know, a real estate agent. And it's yeah. like, no, that's that's not going to get you far yeah. at all. Yeah. If you think of yourself as just another employee, where is the loyalty? Where is the dedication to the company? And it doesn't matter if... Uh, Let's say you have that long-term goal, for example. Maybe you're working at your dad's company, but then you want to transfer to EXP once you get the knowledge and you pick your dad's brain over everything, every possible scenario. But when you're with your dad, don't be thinking about what you want to do in 10 years. How can I be successful today? What brand do I want to develop for myself so that in the future when I'm finally presented with opportunity or I already have the knowledge to move on to a larger firm, what are people going to see when they look at my two or three years worth of social media? Yeah. What client testimonials will I be receiving? Because there's people, real estate agents now, that have their own Google reviews, Yelp page, and they're doing it right. And I think that um, a lot of people, they talk about all these Instagram famous young kids and bash on them. These kids know what they're doing because if they're, let's say, a health page, you will not see them posting pizza unless it's a healthy pizza. Exactly. Right? That's it, their brand. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 it builds that accountability, right? Yeah. 
and I think, you know, in terms of, of social media, you know, I, I love it. It's like a love hate because you do have content creators that, you know, may put whatever may not be in line with what they do. But if you're coming from an authentic place, it's also going to hold you accountable. Yeah. Right. And this is, I think this is where people shy away from because it, it's a huge responsibility right it's a huge responsibility like oh if i start posting i have to you know i have to keep doing it and where is you know where what am i going to say and you know um and if your values right if your values are not aligned if you don't know them yourself yeah your values and your principles that's going to be really really tough yeah you won't be consistent like you said you won't be consistent and i think also you know I talk about boundaries all the time and you being able to have values and principles in your business is so important because it sets the boundaries. Yeah. You know, am I willing to do this? You know, am I, am I going to allow clients to call me at 10 PM? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Let's not allow that. Exactly. (laughs) Am I, am I, so you start to put these boundaries up and as you put the boundaries up, people recognize them. And so then now you're like, people actually oblige by them. They're like, respect. Yeah, Yeah, it's respect. And so that creates um, such a, a, a great atmosphere for you because I know if you do not have boundaries, yeah. It, it, it'll drain you. And people will take advantage oh, of yeah. you. Even if it's the best person in yeah. the world, if it's you're allowing nature. it, they'll take it. It's human nature. People yeah. will do it. As long as you let them do it, people will do it. And it doesn't mean that the person is coming, like you said, out of a place of, you know, um, whatever, right? Yeah. They don't have to be malicious or with malicious intent or anything yeah, like no, that. Yeah, no, it's just a nervous client yeah. who's trying to invest a large amount of money. So it's natural for them if they're about to sleep. They can't sleep because they're thinking, where's my $800,000 exactly. going? Exactly. Yeah, what, yeah, what's going on? What's this and that? You know? But then again, this also goes back to like, do you have the processes in place to update your client? Like, where are those systems? Yeah. You know, if your client's having to ask you, then let's talk about implementing a system yeah. in your business so that it doesn't even get to that place. Yeah, it's like, all about accessibility. Yeah, I think one of, the, one of the things that I learned early on was people are driven by fear. They, they can be. And my job was to ensure that I literally counseled and talk to my clients for the next three to four steps ahead. Yeah. Prepare them. Prepare them. Like, hey, you and I are going to work together. We're going to be writing offers. This is what it's going to look like. This is the current market. You know, and, you know, set it up. Set it up. If you take the time at the very beginning, you know, they're not asking you 101 questions. There may be a few. Yes, of course. But they're not, you know, they're not going to have that fear or that, you know, nervousness because you've literally prepared them. Yeah. And, and so, and, and I do the same thing with my agents. It's like I pre- prepare them for a couple of steps before so that they're not, you know, feeling like anxious, like, oh my God, what's next? I don't know the next step. Some people need to absolutely know the next three to four steps. Yeah. Some and people are fine. They're like, okay, I, I trust you. Just... Text me and let me know what the next thing is. Yeah. 
So it's, it's you being able to figure out, okay, how does this person work? And let me, you know, accommodate to that. Yeah. So long as it's within my values and my principles, I can certainly make that adjustment. Yeah. You have to really understand them to know what this client needs. And this, while you were talking about this, I think you said it very well. It reminds me of a roller coaster. So when you sit on a roller coaster, first of all, the entire 45 minute wait, <laughs> you are shaking, trying to Building act brave, up, yeah. right? And then uh, once you sit on the roller coaster, of course, it's kind of scary, but fun the entire ride. And once you're done, you're like, wow, I built it up so much. It wasn't as bad as I thought. So the second time you go on it, there's still fear. So your client, whether it's their second or third home, they're still going to have that fear that you're talking about. But not only are they well prepared, but so it just makes the ride so much easier. So now it's up to this agent so that every time a first first time home buyer comes to you, it feels like that second or third time on the same roller coaster. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think also what it does is building those systems in your business allows you to treat everybody the same. Yeah. There's no negotiating. There's no like, oh, I'm going to do this for this client and not for this client. Everybody, you have the systems in place. Everybody gets, you know, the same thing. Everybody gets the same emails like, hey, this is what we're doing. You know, congratulations. We just opened escrow. What are the next few steps? Boom, 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 boom. Exactly. Right? So everybody gets the, the minimum and then you work out from that. And so now you have a structure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with most agents, you know, they fail to build the structure and they're literally on a whim from client to client and not really like they treat this client, this transaction went this way, that one went this way. And so there's all these things. Yeah. And, um, and that, that becomes hard over time. Yeah, especially if you're getting a referral. If I'm referring my sister and I told you every step what he did for me and he doesn't do the same for you, my sister's going to think, oh, well, like... What's happening is this not working out? What's ha like yeah. wh why is this different? And that's exactly that's exactly the point. It's like if you have the systems in place, you know, at 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 the bare minimum there there'll be a level of standard. Yeah. That's the word, right? And so as a business, I mean, you think of any business that you go to, um, you know, they'll send you an email, like, you know, if, if you'll get on their email list, right? They'll send you emails, they'll let you know what's going on, you know, all of these things. So why, why are we any different? Exactly. If it's working for these huge corporations, it would work so much better for one person with people that they've made actual personal connections, connections with. Connections with. Yeah. Absolutely. These are people that you've already met. These are people that already, you've had this, you know, agreement. Yeah. Unsaid agreement. Like, I know you, I trust you. And it's like, oh, okay, so what do you do with that as with a professional? And this exactly. is where I sit down and we're like, okay, well, what are the strategies? Yeah. What makes them your lifelong client? What, what's going to stop them from going to someone else to next someone time? Else, yeah. yeah. If they didn't feel safe the entire process, are they really going to want to come back to you? Or if there were too many bumps on their roller coaster while they were with you, they're not going to feel safe. Yeah. Doing the same thing with you, whether it's going upgrading their house or buying a second property, doesn't matter. Yeah, and even I think even when there are bumps in the transaction, because you know the reality of it is that in real estate there are bumps. Yeah, there are bumps. There, you know, for me, you know, the majority of my um, career in real estate has been, you know, really focused on sellers. I want to say like I don't know. 
90%, 85 to 90% of my clientele have all been sellers, right? So I know that mindset. Um, and there are things that happen that are not, uh, you know, within your control. Of you can course. only do so much, but it's how you handle it. Yeah. It's how you handle it. I mean, if you don't have the level of awareness or the emotional maturity to like, okay, wait a minute, let me figure this out. What's the best? And literally sit there and contemplate what the best outcome or how you're going to, you know, um, go towards that problem or with, with a solution, right? Yeah. How are you and going to change? How are you going to change it? Yeah. Like you're, you, and the client's looking at you. So if you're able, and I think, you know, if you're able to really be there for that client and turn that situation around. That's what they're going to remember. That's what they're going to remember. Yeah. That's how you keep somebody for, you know, a, a long time. Yeah. I have agents who have come, you know, encounter these challenges and they're just like, oh, you know. End of the world. End of the world. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, it's your job to figure this out yeah. as the professional and then get on the phone with your client and say, hey, look, this is happening, but look, this is, this is the path. This yeah. is what I'm thinking we can do. And this is what, you know, what the next step is going to be. And what do you think? Exactly. Not only give them a choice, but make them feel like they have an active voice. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that just, um, goes on for, for me, the way I'm thinking for the, the pocket network, our actual website and, um, the actual social media service that we're going to be providing everything that we just said, um, just all of that makes me think there is no better time than now for real estate to have its own social media service. Sure, Facebook is amazing. Instagram is amazing, especially when you're trying to attract clients. But if you're trying to build these connections with people who have been in the game like yourself, especially if I'm thinking the last 25 years in the real estate industry, there have been so many changes. So if there is a network where it's not so concentrated and it's people in the actual industry that you could see these people made it through, whether it's the market crash, the pandemic, yeah, what do they do? How do they change? <laughs> How do they adapt? And to be able to reach out to these people directly to message them and say, okay, uh, this is where I'm getting stuck. These are my ideas. You never know. You might be an inspiration to these people because like we said, whether you're younger or older, people can mentor you. You can benefit from um, all kinds of advice. So yeah. if you've been in the industry for 20 years, maybe one of your clients has been in what, 40, 50 years. Naturally, people might not think that the next step for him is to go to someone who's only been in the industry for 20 years. But if this guy sees that, sure, I've made it, but Jackie not only has been able to make it, but she's been able to lift people up with her. So that's a talent that not a lot of people have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, for example, the pocket network, we're going to have like a mentor aspect of it. And for me, that's like, even on any other type of social media, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, absolutely. I, and, and that's one of the, one of the like key factors with, with the company as well is yeah. having that, that mentor, mentor program and mentorship for agents. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's being able to, um, get these seasoned veteran agents in the industry that have a heart for education, for passion, for teaching yeah. and, and, and literally helping, you know, the next wave of agents and also, you know, doing it in such a way that, you know, is, is really, you know, setting a standard. Exactly. 
And, and for me, it's important. Like, I'm not, you know, if you're looking for a coach or a mentor to do things for you, you've come to the wrong yeah. person because that's not what, what I'm about. You know, I will talk to you and I will counsel you and I will guide you and then I will say, go out and do it and come back and let's talk about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> that's how you learn. Like, yeah. You can you know, watch 58 YouTube tutorials on doing something, but unless you try it yourself, you're never going to be able to be successful and also to improve because not all of us do something and we're perfect right away. It's all about repeating and be willing to change in the process. I'm not the best at everything. I might be a straight A student. I might have passed the real estate exam without studying, but that does not mean that I can go out tomorrow, not just find a client immediately, but also be able to do all the contracts and the actual transactions. It's a whole different world. Whole, yeah. And when you have someone literally in your pocket that you're able to call uh, immediately to ask for advice, to seek guidance, I think there's something so beautiful about that. And with the global globalization of the world, with technology, not only has it become easier because you can literally call anyone, whether it's from EXP yeah. or another firm on your phone, but at the same time, it does become a little more difficult because there's almost too much access to information. So if we can have a central point, like whether it's the pocket network or a specific group of people that you have, people that know these things have worked, these, these, uh, these resources not only are trustworthy, yeah. but also they would help in your personal journey after I spoke with you I took time to get to know you people really need to take advantage of mentors I don't yeah. think enough people are doing that I you know I, I I don't think so either um and I think you know for me I I really look at it as you know an anchor you know because you're right and there's so many things yeah with with real estate especially if you're starting off like there's everything like really gets thrown at you and you start to very quickly realize, well, that wasn't on the real estate exam I yeah. just took. <laughs> yeah. Right. That, 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 they didn't teach me how to build a business. Um, and so, and so you really do need somebody to, to help you during that transition and to say, okay, listen, yes, there's a hundred and things that were just thrown at you, but we're going to put that to the side right now because these are the five things I need you to focus on exactly. right now. And then we'll do the other, like we will yeah. take it little by little, but this is most important right now. And I think that right there is like, I can literally feel my agents go, okay. Yeah, now they have a plan. They yes, know what they have to do. Plan. Yeah, because yeah. they're like, well, why can I focus on social media? And do I focus on lead gen? And you know, I got a door knock and cold call. And oh yeah, I got to get my business cards and yeah. my website and oh and yeah there's so much to there's do so many things to do that you know it you can so easily get caught in that analysis paralysis and yeah. not n not do anything yeah because you don't know where to even begin yeah technology is beautiful but it's too much too fast all at once if you're new in an industry or if you're too young so to have someone sort it out for you yeah. or even with networking i'm thinking there's a lot of companies that they host networking working events and they have amazing agents there people that you might dream to be people that are your five-year dream or your 10-year or your 30-year outlook in your own career you want to be like these people but if you show up to this event and you go and uh, you make a connection with this person you want to be in 30 years okay but how did he get there <laughs> is he going to give you a call and personally tell you every single thing is that going to work with for you or would it be so much easier to have a personalized recommendation for you or an introduction to the right person. So if 
let's say Jackie is your mentor. She goes with you to this mentoring, uh, I mean, this uh, networking event, or she's able to uh, invite you to a virtual networking event hosted by uh, uh let's say the pocket network, then she's able to tell you not only look out for this person, this person not only is who you want to be, but willing to help you, also another important thing, and then to actually make that introduction. You're not just another face, hi, my name is Margarita Petrosi, no, Uh, who's Margarita? If I know Jackie, that's Jackie's friend. Or if I wanted to know Jackie and I get to meet Margarita through Jackie, so these people, they're more willing to help you, and also you're more memorable. That's what it's about right now you're more memorable yeah I think so too I mean it's it really has been um uh a a great you know just amazing experience for me um to be here at, at this point in my career um I really really enjoy what I do yeah and um, I hope that that does come through with yes. with my with my agents and and the work that I do. Um, it's very very important for me um, that my agents learn um, not just about the business but about themselves and what what the potentiality that they each have within themselves. Yeah, and, and so- I personally can say that that message definitely comes through through when you're speaking about your clients. Just from our phone call last week, I texted Edward after and I was like, I love Jackie <laughs> and this is going to be the best podcast and we're going to have so much to talk about just because not only because you're knowledgeable, because someone can be knowledgeable and come off as like a book, but for you, you can see the passion behind it. You can see that you're flexible to change depending on who's in front of you because you actually want them to grow. It's not just the business for you. It's not just about success in your own career but there's just some people who are gifted with the ability to not only care for people but be able to lift them up not treat them like competition and to set a route for them to follow yeah and yeah I mean when I was looking into you know making that shift of going into um shifting from like the transactional experience that that I had in real estate, meaning just focused on, you know, buyers and sellers and shifting into more of a formal, because I've always been training and teaching, you know, whether I, you know, I had a team, um, when I was at Coldwell Banker and then when I had my brokerage and now here, um, I've always been in that space, but when I was formally looking at it, you know, it, it just, you know, made sense, um, in terms of like the level of, um, curiosity and, um, interest that I have in people. Yeah. Um, I've always been that way. Um, I've always been a social butterfly, but, um, but there's, there's just something about being able to be instrumental in, in, a phase or, or, or a milestone in somebody's life, you know, to help them, you know, get to that next level. Yeah. Um, and, and that in and of itself is, is rewarding. Um, but I think, you know, um, even more so as something that I didn't, I, I guess maybe subconsciously or, or whatnot was there all the time, but, um, being able to realize not just those gains, those rewards with with people that you can't see, but also having monetary success with that as well. Yeah. 
because, you know, like people talk and people are like, oh, did you hear about this? You know, what Jackie's doing this and that. And all of a sudden, like, you know, I'm, you know, I have a really good core group of, of agents. And so um, it's been a real blessing to, to do it. And I hope to continue to continue to do it for as long as I can. Yeah. And I think um, what you're saying is it's correct. People notice because innovation cannot go unnoticed. If you are doing something in the industry that's different, if you're adapting and if you are succeeding, then people are going to notice whether you are trying to blast it all over social media or not, whether yeah. it's your uh, the client whether it's the mentee that you're speaking to yeah. and they they all of a sudden feel the need to share this with other people. So it won't ever go unnoticed. Yeah, no, it wasn't. So even like when I when I started doing um, the mentorship program, colleagues and, and people that I've worked with for so many years and people that have been in the industry were like, why are you doing that? Like, why would you even want to work with new agents? Yeah. Like, that's like, like, you know, there's there's nothing in that. You know, and I'm like, cut, cut all the noise out. And I'm like, well, this is where I'm going. Yeah. And as I've started to build that business and, and, and see now they're coming back like, hey, so you're yeah. still doing that? That's working. Like, yeah. and I'm like, you know, yeah, it is. And and so it does take, you know, a certain type of person. But I think um, working with newer agents is actually a treat. Um more seasoned agents come with, you know, a lot of like set ways Yeah. where I'm like, okay, we'll do this, this, this. And they're like, well, that's not how, <laughs> you know, I was doing, or that's not what they said over there. And I'm like, well, you're here. So yeah, you didn't change. <laughs> didn't so change. nothing so changed so for exactly. you. But with a newer agent, they don't have, they don't come with any of the bad habits. Yeah. Right. It's easier to change something that you haven't been doing for a long time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, and they're so much more impressionable and they just want to know, like, yeah. tell me what to do exactly. so that I can be great at this business. Right. And I like that. Yeah. I like that because they're like sponges and, and I take that responsibility highly, highly, you know, because it's like, there's such a, a responsibility with that. You know, of course, teaching yeah, other people, people depend on you. People depend on me, and I, 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 you know, make sure. You know, that's one of the things where I do put pressure on myself to make sure that, like, I'm, you know, really, really helping people, really, really being open, listening, yeah. you know, and really figuring out what they need and what they require of me. Uh, because like, you know, we touched on this already. Everybody's different. Yeah. And I think it definitely comes naturally to you. And it's amazing that you were able to figure it out and see uh, where you naturally want your career to go to, even when your friends or your uh, colleagues were discouraging you. But um, that's another thing that we, we were talking about with Edward on the first podcast, where Sometimes people, whether it's like, for example, if I were to approach a seasoned agent, someone who's really successful and say, join the pocket network, they would say, why? Like, first of all, I'm doing really well on my own. I don't want to change anything because I'm doing great there. I just don't feel the need. But you never know when you meet new people, when you meet inexperienced people that are looking to you for advice, you might find a new calling for yourself. So forget about the money, because if you're passionate about something and you're good about it, the money will eventually follow. Absolutely. Yeah. So where, where does your career go next? Do you want to be 70 years old and showing houses at Sunday night, 5 p.m.? <laughs> no. Right? Yeah. And if you do, that's amazing. That's great. Yes. But if you don't, what else is 
out there for me. So another way of being able to look at these endless opportunities is look at the younger people because you might have a mindset about what the industry looks like, about what your position looks like, but then there's new people coming in saying things that you've never thought of. There's someone taking a real estate uh, their exam test saying, uh, I don't ever want to be a real estate agent. That would blow some people's minds. But we are hearing that more and more lately, whether it's about educating yourself and preparing yourself to make these large investments in the future, or whether it's about uh, what do you want to do with this? Do you want to be an investor? Do you want to uh, flip houses? Whatever it is. Yeah. I'm sure flipping houses wasn't as big or a trend, if you want to call it, 25 years ago as it is today. Well, I mean, it's always been there. For sure, um, you know, but we didn't have social media to be able to display okay. it. Yeah, <clears throat> and so as so that was usually if you had a lot of money to jump well, in. Well, yeah, and do but it. even then, back then, you know, um, real estate prices were a lot lower twenty five yeah. years ago. I mean, twenty five years ago, we were you know two hundred, three hundred thousand. Was the uh, the profit <laughs> the same at the end? The uh, return. It, it was in oh, some wow. cases, yeah. In some cases, it was because you know um, properties were being acquired at you know just over a hundred thousand. They could sell in the market for three hundred oh, or wow. three fifty, whatever the case is. I mean, flipping's always been a thing, um, but I think with social media, it's gotten you know obviously it's showcased so much yeah. more, and so it reaches. Yeah, there's more. people that enter the industry with just. Mind on doing that. Nothing else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they, and and to bring it back to to the company, right? To EXP. Um, one of the beautiful things about it is that you can again build a business within a business. If you're an investor who has a real estate company, a, a real estate um, license, excuse me, this company's for you. Yeah. Because if you're not planning on selling like working out out there with buyers and sellers you have a company that now what 68,000 strong 23 23 countries and a platform right and a platform that has the reach to all of those agents so if you're an investor you come into the company and now you have access to 68,000 agents yeah that's your inventory right there. You don't have to buy in California. You can buy in Ohio. You can buy in Michigan. Yeah. And all you need to do is send a direct message exactly. to an agent in that area and acquire your property. Yeah. Buy it yourself. Yeah, and Get the for, commission yourself. Yeah, for right? EXP, um, that platform you're talking about, is that only accessible to uh, real estate agents? Okay. That's the okay. company's intranet. Yeah. So this this is you know it, it's only for for us for our agents and our yeah. companies. So we have access to that. If you're if you're um, a real estate agent, you hold a real estate license, and you're not interested in selling per se directly to a buyer and seller, become a referring agent. Yeah. Refer the business out and get referrals. There's agents every day referring business out and they're not out there showing properties or representing buyers and sellers. They're just the referring the people that they know or what whatever yeah, the case people is. have different goals yeah there's different stuff you yeah. know there's education there's you know you want to work directly with buyers and sellers go for it you want to work yeah. directly with attorneys you know um you want to work with foreclosures like there's so many ways right and i think um one of the things is if when you when you when you learn the business fundamentals 
of real estate, you will all you will learn that the, the same it's the same foundation across the board for any business. So, you know, I've had several businesses myself and I've taken everything that I learned about real estate and how I position that yeah. um, business for myself, the habits, you know, the structure, um, the social media, the advertisement, and literally took that model and applied it to my other business and was like, oh, okay. You know, so you're going to learn not just how to build your real estate business, but that is also going to be the stepping stone for the next thing. Exactly. What is it that you're going after? Yeah. That's where I'm like, hello, yeah. do, you, do you see what we're doing here? <laughs> and that's why on Instagram, when you see all of these inspirational quotes, why are so many people sharing it? Because these people that are successful, their advice is not centric to their business. It's any anyone yes. can use it. It's across Whether, the board. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're trying to make a nonprofit. There are some things that you could take and run with it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's totally okay to rebrand. And sometimes the market demands it. So yes. that's another thing that I think people need to understand. Rebranding is okay. If we look at all of these successful companies, there's a, t a few on the, at the top of my head that I can think of. How were they successful from the beginning? How many times did they rebrand? <laughs> yeah. Just the the look of their logo completely different. Yeah. So and the logo design that's actually huge. huge. Yeah. So it's not just the logo design. I'm sure if you look into their financials, the way they yeah. manage their money, the way they manage their employees, respected the customer, yeah. they learn from their mistakes, rebrand and do better. And it just happens it's a natural progression of time. Yeah. It it really truly is, right? Cuz you're you're always wanting to look a step ahead and see what's going on, market trends and stuff like this. And this is why it's so important to be highly, highly involved in your market. Yeah. See what's going on so you can stay ahead of that curve. I mean, like you said, in the last 25 years, so much change has happened in, in real estate. You know, um, one of my uh, senior mentees um, started and, you know, there wasn't even, they had to look at the weekly newspaper that there was a weekly publication that had the for sale signs out, yeah. excuse me, the for sale properties on there. And that's how they found, you know, how to, you know, and then they'd have to fax an offer and, you know, gosh, yeah. how long did that take? Exactly. 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Just thinking of that, we have to, to realize how, how things have changed and how grateful you should be. So if you feel some type of way, if you're feeling discouraged, just yeah. think of what it was before. Exactly. That'll change like, your outlook. Yeah, when you're having challenges and attaching your PDF yeah. or whatever, and it's like... Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> think of the positive side, yeah. and all of a sudden, it'll get your mentality changing it's that and the, shift, the workflow. Right? It's that yeah. shift of shifting that, like, you know, glass half empty or is half full. Like, yeah. Where are you going to be? And um, I think if you're in the... In, an individual that can really, you know, look at, shift your perspective and not, you know, let it always go to the negative. Yeah. And how can I turn this around so that it is a positive? That's going to take you so much further, so much further than, you know, than having the intellect, right? Yeah. Like you exactly. can have the intellect all day long, but, but apply that, it. Yeah. But if you don't have the attitude also behind yeah. it, that positivity behind it, it's going to be a little tough. 
And I'm seeing a shift in that in, let's say, business schools. So before it was, you become a professor, you can teach business, you could teach marketing, finance, but have you ever tried doing it in real life? And then there's, um, I, I got my MBA from Pepperdine and almost I think it was every single one of my professors, they were managing a huge company on the side, whether it was their own or whether it was like a very successful company. So I'm not going to put out names, but some of my professors, I was like, what are you doing here? Why are you wanting to teach me? (laughs) And how do you even have the time when you're managing, I don't know how many billion dollars on the side. So that, that's another thing where some, some of these names you might, say, okay, why do I need the business degree? But for me personally, just these professors, they were able to show me what's happening in the industry right now, showing me their actual clients, showing me what's happening, asking for our advice. We were, we were just not only just kids, but uh, we're learning right now. We have almost no experience. But that's the, but that's okay. So that's the best part. As, as an educator, and especially somebody who's still very immersed in their industry, because although you may think, what do I have yeah. to offer? But you're looking at it from a, from a fresh, like fresh eyes. Yeah. Not just that's fresh. where innovation comes from. Yes. But also I think another thing that I've noticed, basic. Sometimes you don't have to think super fancy. You don't have to think of what should I do very different. Sometimes go back to the basics, try to do what maybe you didn't even try to do in the beginning. Yes, because you and think it works. It's too, because yeah. you think it's like, that's, yeah, you, yeah, you want to overcomplicate yeah. it because we think we need this like super exactly. glorified. Sometimes you know? my professor would call on me and I was like, I literally have no idea what you just said. And I don't feel like I can contribute to this conversation. (laughs) And he was like, no, no, just whatever comes to your mind based on the reading in the class, based on your own experience working wherever you were working before. And then I would say something and he was like, well, yeah. And then he would expand on that. And I was like, okay, I don't know if you're trying to make me feel better, (laughs) but then the more experience I got myself, I realized that that's what works. That is yeah. what works, and 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 so you know, but it, but you know, some students, you know, like you didn't see it at the critics. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where like you can go back and be like, oh, in hindsight, right? Hindsight exactly. is twenty twenty. You go back yeah. and you're like, so and mentoring and coaching it works the same way. You know, like they'll come a few weeks later or whatnot, and yeah. be like, oh, and I'm like, now okay, I see now it. I'm like, okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or you know, so. You know, that's always something that I look forward to, you know, as well, because they, you know, it does take some time for them to grasp that awareness and literally like integrate it within themselves and then be like, oh, there's the aha moment. And that's different for everybody. Of course. Yeah. And I think for me, um, so before I started with this podcast, um, one of the co-founders, Gevork, when he approached me and told me about it, I was like, I have like no real estate experience. I don't know why you think I would be a fit for this, but um, I have always been interested. My sister started pointing that out at home because I'm that weirdo that if we're passing by a nice house, looking at the number and keeping that in mind and later I'm searching it, I'm looking at the property, even if I don't want to buy a house, like I just love looking at it. I, I love looking at who the real estate agent is, what does their social media look like? Because I do marketing. So I'm like, what does this person do? And um, so in the beginning, I was like, I don't know why you're approaching me. And then the more I learned about the company and the more I realized that this definitely is something different. And I'm all about innovation. I'm all about the new thing on the market. And with real estate, something that I've always, some an industry I've always been 
interested in, but also low-key a little too scared to approach. So I was like, okay, so what, what's, what's the difference? That's one thing in marketing that you try to find. What's the difference between this and everything else that's provided out there? Because you look at EXP and their networking, sure, they have 68,000 uh, agents, but outside of agents, who else do you want to network with? So what maybe clients are on other social media platforms. But then what I realize is the pocket network, what really differentiates it and what's really that innovation factor is that you not only get to uh, connect with real estate agents and mentors, all of that, but also, let's say, a loan officer or maybe it's uh, uh, intern. Uh, Sorry, interior designer. Yeah. So it's all of these things that, let's say you're fixing a home, it's some people can't walk into an ho a home and imagine their imagine life in there. It, yeah. So then you have that interior designer who um, they look at your budget, they look at what you want your client to feel when they walk in. That personal experience, how do you find this person? Because yeah. now every woman who has a beautiful home, they, <laughs> they could possibly do something, but do they understand the sale aspect of yeah, it? Do they the understand? the nuances of the yeah, business. Yeah, exactly. That, that's good. I, and I love that concept with the pocket network. It's this like network collaboration of industry folks, right? Exactly. Where they can all kind of lean into each other and really showcase what they do to help for the greater good, to help the consumer and to help each other. Yeah. And I think um, a, a network like this is so highly needed uh, for sure. Um, yeah. We definitely need a space where we can, you know, as industry professionals, um, you know, partake or, you know, um, socialize with others as well. Yeah. But also, you know, um, have those resources and referrals available for, for other agents or for, yeah. like, for lenders or whatnot, you know, um, recommendations of like, hey, I worked with this person before, you know, and having that. And that's yeah. so, it makes such a difference. Um, you know, I think you know, when real, real um, world, you know, um, issue or challenge that can be is, you know, the people you surround yourself with. You know, and as a real estate agent, you know, you need to have really good partners in this yeah. industry, whether you're, whether it's, a, you know, somebody who stages properties or with, whether it's a lender that can actually not just get the deal done, but be able to like have, you know, good rapport with your clients and, and, you know, be able to return phone calls right away exactly. or whatever the case is. Right. So, um, you know, having a platform that connects these, you know, individuals, like-minded individuals yeah. is, is, is amazing. Yeah. And I'm also thinking of the smaller firms. So whether it's a small, um, brokerage or whatever it is, so, or uh, someone, a realtor who's coming out on their own or trying to open their own, um, firm. So they might not have access to EXP and their 68,000 agents, but let's say Jackie joins the pocket network and all of a sudden they not only have access to what you've learned from the firm, but also your experience with all kinds of people, different backgrounds coming in. So these people might not have their own network, whether it's something a little bit larger, um, what is it, Coldwell or yeah, Coldwell. any of these firms. They're, they're a little bit larger. They're not like a local firm, but um, they might not have what EXP has. I mean, Facebook didn't have what EXP had until recently. So looking at these larger companies and the people that have been successful within these companies and being able to access that, I think there's something special in that. Yeah, and I think um, having, you know, in, in, the platform gives, you know, almost like that, per, not permission, that's not the word, but like 
you know, you're more, you, you, you will want to reach out to that person. Yeah. Like it's people a safe are more space. approachable. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's a safe space to approach that person that yeah. you wouldn't otherwise, you know, do it. Although we have like, you know, Instagram or whatever, LinkedIn and all these yeah. things, but like, I, I still do find people yeah. not, not approaching me exactly. until they actually meet me yeah. and they're like, Oh, you know, I've, I've wanted to like ask yeah. you this. And I'm like, okay, you never yeah. asked. Like, yeah. You know, so that's one thing um, that I think will be like highly beneficial is yeah. to get have a place that's safe to, to reach out to. Yeah, I actually gave that advice to my friend because she's just starting out in the real estate industry and it's a huge career shift for her. So um, I was telling her, just reach out to people. If they're going to ignore you, great. It's not like uh, there's an embarrassment in that. Yeah. They never saw your message. They're busy or they might be actively posting on social media using a third party. Doesn't mean they're always there and ready to answer the message messages and who knows maybe they're getting 500 messages a day from people who want to join but then if you have something a little more centered like the pocket network then first of all it's people that have signed up that have that we're looking have for information to, yeah. to help and exactly also looking. it's a it's it's that you know uh, unsaid agreement right yeah. you come into into the the platform and uh, you know you're willing to to give and receive yeah because on linkedin i personally i've gotten the most random messages from industries I've never even looked into. I've never looked into even friends who've been in the industry and they're like, oh, you look like a great fit for this job. I'm like, do I really? <laughs> yeah, LinkedIn's yeah. like, I don't know. I think I get like over 20 something, 30 something yeah. messages a day. Yeah, and that, it, that, that you can't expect someone yeah. to filter through everything every single day, especially when they have, uh, whether it's clients or people that they're mentoring throughout the day, they have people that they've already committed to, right? Yeah. So then uh, there's other platforms like the Pocket Network where people, like you said, they're willing to help. They have the time. They're hosting webinars or they're posting articles about their own. They're giving you their knowledge for free, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because I personally, when, when I look at it, um, I think of it as big businesses. When they hire a marketing consultant or a business consultant, they're willing to pay $250 an hour for this person's knowledge. So $250 an hour, we're not a corporation. I Like if you're an individual, you can't afford that. But yeah. some people would be willing to pay big money just for advice to be very specific, something that they know has been successful in the past and also just someone that they look up to that they've yeah. they've been um they've been listening to this person they feel like they've known them for so long so to hear advice from them they might internalize that more than if it was just the guy sitting next to them yeah. at the office and, they, and you know and and in real estate you know agents are willing to pay yeah i mean that there's so many you know programs online um yeah. you know you know, get this and you'll be the top agent or, yeah. you know, do this and do that, you know. Um, so there are, there are people out there looking and searching. Um, and so this uh, platform is absolutely going to be, um, you know, an amazing benefit to the yeah. industry. I think. And I think it's not just perfect timing because of the globalization of everything and the trend towards technology, but also because of COVID. COVID really hit some people and kept them down, whether it's Absolutely. people that were just starting or people that had just gotten into the motion of things. And all of a sudden 
the, the world is changing and you don't know if it's ever going to come back to what you knew. What should I change? Has there been a pandemic like this in the past? What did people do? What did people right? do? Yeah. So uh, to have a platform to go to and not, it doesn't even have to be people that actively know exactly what advice specific to give, but just this exchange of thoughts and information, because I might say something, it's an idea. I try it. It doesn't work for me, but you might try it and it works with your clients, yeah, right? Absolutely. So to have that platform to go to, um, in such a changing, ever-changing world with everything going virtual, whether it's showings of houses, scheduling appointments, whatever, all of the new rules that people who have been real estate agents for so long, they never had to go through these hoops. Yeah. And that was, that was actually quite pivotal, um, you know, in, in, in a lot of, you know, agent and uh, industry professionals across the board, right? Because then they found themselves, I think, for most people in real estate, you know, their business literally came to a halt, you know, and it was like, okay, so, <laughs> you know, what, what, what am I supposed to yeah. do now? What's the next step? What's the next step? Um, and, you know, this is kind this is where the company, you know, ended up having a huge, tremendous growth because people started to reassess like, all right, what's, how am I running my business? Yeah. Like, you know, um, you know, for us at the company, it was, you know, it, 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 it was like every other day because we were already very yeah. immersed in the, you have in the to technology. Be ready for change. Yeah. We were already yeah. immersed in technology. We were already doing these things. So, you know, it was, so when that happened, we we're like, oh, business as usual. And, but for some agents that were, you know, so used to like going into a brick and mortar office or, you know, they had centered their business around doing just open houses yeah. or just, you know, door knocking or whatever the case, you know, that was gone. So, you know, I remember talking to um, an agent who'd been in the business for a really, really long time and right before COVID was doing amazing um, and had all this business that was coming in. Um, and when COVID hit, the business stopped. Yeah. He had focused all of his time and effort into actually going out. He was actually in the service before. So he'd go out into the military base and that's how he kept oh, in wow. contact. What he failed to do was put all the contacts in an actual database. Yeah. And so, yeah, businesses are paying for this information, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and so, and so he, he was struggling and trying to figure out, okay, well, how do I, how do I get this back? Yeah. And it's like, well, where are your contacts? Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, my phone, at the base, and <laughs> the emails and, you know, I didn't have everybody's, I didn't care to like, cause I would see them every yeah. time at the base. And it's like, oh. yeah. Because well, he planned on being consistent. But then... And he was being, yeah, yeah, he was being completely consistent, right? Yeah. But he failed to, you know, take into consideration. The outside factors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And prepare himself for... for, yeah. for it's only know. the world asks for permission before changing. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so we can all prepare ourselves real quick. Give me a week to adjust before COVID. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and um, actually, I love that we started talking about this because I wanted to ask you, um, with... COVID-19 with this pandemic, did you notice that more people are willing to come to you and ask for mentorship? Or I would be surprised to hear if it was the opposite. 
No, no, no. Actually, no. A lot more people are are open for it. Good. Um, I'm glad. And what I did see and what I'm seeing now is a lot more people actually jumping into the business. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had a, a you know a good portion of my mentees say, you know, I've been doing this. I've always wanted to jump into real estate. Yeah. And with you know COVID happening, I had some time to like actually do the real estate courses. Yeah, I think Edward's one of those people, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're the only person that was like, oh my god, a pandemic. Let me jump into one of the most difficult industries to make it. But that just shows to uh, what kind of a person he is because he saw the optimism and he saw what he could do to change the industry. And now he's the co-founder of something that I think, looking into the future, was will completely change the networking game for real estate agents perfect timing yeah yeah and you see like had he not taken that that step yeah and 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 so i'm seeing a lot of you know people still coming into the industry which is great you know because i think with COVID, you know there was that kind of level of concern like oh my goodness where is our industry going you know um and and it was you know it was a, a time to reflect for sure it was a time where a lot of us kind of like really looked, started to look at our business and where do we need to shift. Yeah. For some, it was a very rude awakening. For others, we were like, okay. Yeah. You know. And then I think also just thinking of the more stubborn people that are not as willing to ask for help. This is the perfect little like you can get away with asking for help without it hurting your pride too much because yeah. everyone's going through the pandemic. It's not just you. No one's going to say you weren't doing well. No, it's because I took initiative. The world is changing and now I will too. Yeah. And I'm, I'm seeing that like, you know... Um, within you know within my roster of mentees like i said there's a couple of you know agents that are in the mentorship program that have like this week for example i just brought one on and she's been in the industry for over 20 years wow and so you know covid hit she had a couple of personal things go on and you know and she just really needs the guidance yeah she doesn't need me to tell her how to do their job she already knows yeah but she needs that support and also that like okay i'm seeing you know technology you know come to the forefront and i'm really having a hard time with that yeah how How do i leverage this yeah how can you help me so you know and she had you know at the very beginning you know was feeling some sort of way about that and even some embarrassment about that and i'm like no like please like don't you know you know i said i have other mentees also that are also experienced that are in this journey and I said, and, and a lot of us, you know, I'm happy that you saw this for yourself yeah. and you're here. It shows how self-aware and ready you already are. Yeah, exactly. I and think it's the opposite. You should be ashamed if you feel like you cannot grow at all. There's no change for me. Yeah. I'm the best. This is how it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're ready to change, it also shows how dedicated you are to your clients. Yeah. Because you are ready to change, not just for yourself, but how do I benefit these people who rely on me? Yeah. That, and that's, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. And um, going on that, I actually wanted to know, so have you seen, was there a change in what motivates new agents like pre-COVID and then during COVID? Um, what motivates them? Well, I think it, the big difference that I've seen now, like from, you know, previous pre-COVID, you would say it was just, you know, agents, you know, really people more focused on like the business itself, yeah. right? Like, 
what I'm seeing more now is people that always have kind of thought about it, but never really did anything about it. Okay. So, and I, I don't know, maybe it's, yeah. you know, I think Well, we've just, all had a lot of time to be quarantined inside and think about our entire life, our goals, right? Yeah. So that could definitely be a factor. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I had a, a dime for every time any one of the new mentees was like, oh my God, I've, you know, always wanted to do real estate and, yeah. you know, it was something that was always just, and then, you know, COVID hit and I started to think about it and here I am. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. and so excited about it too, yeah. right? Like, like, and that's Ready. Where, yeah. And that's where I'm like, oh, like, wow, this person is really like, this is important. Yeah. This is important work. And I think it's also because um, in American culture, first of all, we work a lot. We don't have a lot of time to sit down and think. And you might hate your job, but do you have time to sit down and rewrite a resume, but also look into what else could I do? Can you afford to start entry level at a new position? But with COVID, now we're realizing, yeah, we're realizing that tomorrow might not be guaranteed. And wouldn't I rather just try something for now, see if I could do it. And real estate is so flexible. You could totally be a side thing. You can take on less hours at work. You could keep the same work and do this on the side. And um, honestly, for me, it's really interesting, even if you don't want to be a real estate agent, yeah. to know all of the rules, because I think hopefully everyone wants to be a homeowner eventually. So to learn all of this, it's not a waste of time. You're no. just equipping yourself with knowledge. So in the future, you're able to make a more wise choice when you pick your real estate agent, when you pick who's going to service your loan. What to look for when you're looking at properties. I mean, yeah, yeah you can get your license and, and come in here and, and learn these things and not necessarily take it to, to you know, this like mega agent yeah. thing, right? Um, and, and, and so, and that's absolutely okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I take agents, new agents from a full-time job or a part-time job and help them transition for those that want into full-time real estate business. And, you know, for me, um, that's super important. Yeah. It, it really is. And so having a partner in that is essential. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I think it's one of the reasons, you know, like, again, I go back to when I first um, jumped into real estate because that's what I did. I literally quit my job cold and turkey jumped right and in. I just jumped into yeah. real estate. It took me like five months. That's really quick, though. To get a, to yeah, get that's a, impressive. a, first, a first deal. Um, and I was, I, I was probably already over my Did you experience. have a mentor? I did. Okay. So one thing that when we were talking on the phone last week, mm -hmm. you said that there's no reason why someone within their first year should not close at least three deals. They can. And oh my God, when you said that, I was like, whoa, because one of my friends who just um, got her real estate license, she it's been... I want to say like 18 months, maybe more. And she's complaining to me that there's no room for opportunity. There's no room for growth for someone new in the industry. She doesn't have a mentor. I didn't even know you could be mentored in real estate. Um, what was it? Six months ago when I was talking to her about it. But after I spoke to you, I texted her and she was out of the country, but I texted her. I was like, when you come back, either you're joining EXP or you're somehow going to reach out to Jackie or someone else find someone because this is what she said. And there's no reason why you, who she's the most dedicated, one of the smartest people that I know, there's no reason why you shouldn't have closed at least one deal by now. It's because you don't have the right resources. You're trying hard, but people are taking advantage of you. She's helping people with 
with open houses and um, they're allowing her to help but giving her no knowledge to take home after that. She's doing a lot of the work, so she has not been lucky with finding the right people to guide her to through guide her journey. Her through. Yeah, and real estate definitely is her side gig for her. She has a full-time successful job in a completely different industry right now. So um, that's one of the things that I, I wanted to yeah. point out. Yeah, you absolutely can do it within your first um, within your first year. I actually, not too long ago, was talking to an agent who got his license right before COVID and literally started his biz his real estate business during COVID year. Oh wow. And by the end of COVID, yeah. had already closed multiple transactions. Amazing. So I said to him, I go, wait, 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 wait. I'm like, <laughs> wait. So I went over it with him and I said, so what so what did you do? Like what are you doing? Yeah. And he said, I fell back on the people that I know. I strengthened those those relationships. I let them know what I was doing. And yes. I think this is where a lot of newer agents trip up. They're embarrassed. Yeah. They don't want to claim or say that they're a newbie yeah. in the industry. There's so many like insecurities and self-doubt about that. So, you know, if you're having that, you're it's going to be very difficult for you to get a client because they're going to see right through that but if, if you embrace the fact that you have um that you are new in the business right and the great thing about having a mentor you know especially somebody like me that's been in the business for a long time you're not by yourself so yeah. you don't have to tell clients like oh yeah it's just you know you can leverage your mentor leverage your team leader leverage that relationship to be able to, you know, like, God, how much more powerful would you feel when you have your mentor behind you? Exactly. You know, and working through with a client. Yeah. So, and if people don't know that you're a real estate agent, why would they come to you? People are not just thinking of you and saying, oh, I want to buy a house. Let me see what he thinks of it. But if they know that you are a real estate agent, um, maybe they, they won't eventually buy from you, but they are more likely to come to you. So then you can hook them in, show them how much you know, show them how much you've grown and how sure you are that you can help them. Right. Yeah. And uh, the bottom line, it's, it's, a, it's a social business. It's a relationship business. You know, the mechanics, the contract writing, the transactional process of it, you know, that can be learned. Yeah. What the client is looking at I'm is sure the there's a YouTube video on that. Yes. <laughs> They're looking at the relationship. They're looking at how you're making them feel. Yeah. Like we, we touched this earlier, right? Or do I feel secure? You know, are they taking care of me? Are they advocating for my needs? Do they understand my needs? Yeah. So after you secure that deal, let's say you have a client, you made the connection, everything went smoothly, close to perfect. So um, what do you do to keep in touch with these clients so that when they're ready to either upgrade or buy a second home, they remember you? What do you tell yeah. your mentees to do? So First, like once they close the deal, I mean, their client needs to, you know, go into their CRM. Um, there are email campaigns that you want to send. There's a platform okay. that I use that sends, you know, the client um, information about their property moving forward, information okay. about the market. That's the bare minimum. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, because um, usually the way I, w- I would have thought of it was, you helped me buy the house? Okay, thank you so much. Bye. Yeah. But obviously refinancing all of those things. No, there's a, lot, might, of, there's a yeah. lot of things that come into play, especially if, you know, that was a very, very good transaction. You know, you want to make sure that you keep in contact with yeah. your client. You know, so at the, at the bare minimum, you want to make sure that you're sending email communication to the client. Um, and then on top of that, you, so with my agents, we talk about like different strategies for different people. So some people will require not just that basic email that's going to go on, but it's going to require, you know, maybe a phone call once a quarter. Right. Or, you know, maybe that client doesn't necessarily require a a phone call, but it's going to require a text message once a quarter or however it is. So you have to, based on the relationship you have with that client, you then have to build that strategy. And so, and this is where social media comes in too, because it's, it's, it's a couple of things you're, you know, you're doing your email uh, marketing, you're making those, you know, sporadic phone calls throughout the year. Um, you're sending text messages, you know, birthdays, holidays, whatever the case is. And then you're following up with your social proof, right? Yeah. The social media. So you're liking their, your client's post, you're commenting, you're being very, very engaging. And so these things, these three things together is what's going to hold that, you know, relationship in place. Um, social media is wonderful yeah. to be able to do that, right? Because especially if you're, if you're, you know, in the industry and you're working and you're busy, right? Let's just say your clients know you're busy, but yet here you are taking yeah. the time and commenting. Making them feel special. Yeah. Commenting on their, on their pictures or taking the time. I, I do this all the time. I get on the phone and I'm like, Hey, I thought about you. How are you doing? Yeah. 95% of the conversations with my contacts don't even have anything to do with real estate. I'm asking about the fam. I'm asking about the kiddos. You know, we're talking about business we're talking about investments yeah. and stocks and this and that. And you know, current events, can you believe yeah. what's going on? You know, so yeah, that definitely would make a huge difference. Cause as you say that I'm thinking, Okay, let's say um, my bank. When I'm getting ATM on my birthday month, they'll put like this happy birthday Margarita message. I'm like, great, you're not giving me money for it. What did I get out of this? Except for you lagged five seconds giving me my cash. But then I'm thinking of when it's an actual person that's the business. For example, my um, my optometrist. So he as I would speak to him, I'm like, okay, I'm literally here because you have to tell me if I'm okay to get, let's say LASIK or whatever the the reason is. And he's like, what degree did you get? What what do you want to do in five years? And he's writing all of this down. And then the next time I come for my follow-up, he's like, oh, so you got your, uh, your chemistry degree and then you moved on to get this and, and these are your dreams. So where are you in that plan? And I'm like, wow, because of that, I love this guy so much. He feels like like family, right? (laughs) I've, I've, I've referred so many people but see, to this okay, guy. So do you see? Do yeah. you see that? And this is this is what I teach my agents. It's like it's how you make people feel. If yeah. you take interest in people, they will notice that. Exactly. They will actually. They share, will feel connected. They will feel that connection. Yeah. And and you know, 
you don't have to do much. Yeah. It's not rocket science. Exactly. There's nothing fake to it, right? There isn't. There Just isn't. show the bare minimum interest and you'll realize that a lot of people have really interesting stories and not only just for you to listen and enjoy, but to use that as a building block in your relationship or take that outside of that relationship and tell other people their story. Teach a lesson out of that. Make it a learning moment for yeah. someone else. Yeah. And that, that's exactly yeah. it. That's exactly it. And, you know, I've exactly why I'm in this business. This is a people business. This is, you know, a social business. You know, it's one of the reasons why I like social media. It's a yeah. social place. Like, you know, have fun with it. Yeah. And just like for people listening, just think about if you have a really meaning, meaningful conversation with someone, whether you're out for coffee with someone or just right now, just me speaking with you. Like, I'm like, I know this podcast has to end eventually, but I'm having so much time talking to you about all of these things, learning from you. And also just some things that I assumed, but I never did my own research, never spoke to someone so experienced about it. But um, I, I just feel so energized from this conversation and you walk away feeling like you're more of a person feeling like you can help others contribute in conversations that people are interested in and that is what's going to help you in all client relationships yes if you and this is again like you said you know how think about how do you want to leave that person leaving yeah. Right. Because just like you said, like, yeah, I've, I'm feeling energized. I'm motivated. I learned. I'm, I'm so happy about this conversation. You know, the opposite happens. Yeah. Right. If you're not if you're not coming in, you know, fully present. You know, for this encounter, for this experience, you know, your client will feel it. Yeah. And some, you know, are you, are you leaving your client walking away inspired or drained? Exactly. Yeah. By the time they're done talking to you, they're like, oh my God, I need an Did you just ruin their day? <laughs> yes, exactly. Or did you give them bad news, but make them feel like there is a shift in this? Yeah. I will work for you. I will yeah. make sure that this works towards your benefit, towards your interests, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, you know, one rule of thumb for, for me to like when we talk to clients and we have to have, you know, tough conversations, you know, before you even go to that client, you know, have the solution already. Yeah. Or one or two, you know, don't just come to somebody with bad news and be like, well, that's just how yeah. it is. Then you're looking clueless and making them feel awful. Exactly. It's like, you know, but you have certain, some agents that like, they'll get, you know, a phone call like, oh, we're canceling the escrow. Or the, the first thing they do is they panic and call the, yeah. the client. Instead of preparing a script, you don't have to follow it to be natural, but to know that if they're silent on the other end of the phone, because some people just don't talk as much, you're not just awkwardly like, oh, uh, hello, I told yeah. you it didn't work. I told you that, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so you want to be able to take control of, of that and, and, yeah. and, and follow up after the bad news, not just to present them with positive, positive, because, you know, it's the real world. Sometimes you're not going to have positive news, but just to be like, oh, I feel awful too. And like, how are you holding up? There um, is there go. anything yes, else? You yeah. Know, sharing that. Yeah. Like, I love that you said that, like, oh, I feel awful too. What a bummer. Yeah. And like, we've had this happen, you know, in this market specifically with home buyers because it's yeah. been such a tough market. 
that the buyers have been out there putting offer after offer, getting rejected, getting rejected. And I'm like, how would you feel? Yeah. Like one rejection yeah. is devastating. I have a friend who's trying to buy her first condo um, all by herself. She's in a really exciting place in her career. And every time I talk to her about it, she just immediately like falls she looks drained i'm like mm, what is happening who are yeah, you talking with you. maybe you should talk to someone else because she's putting in let's say three four offers a week and immediately the real estate agent just shoots her a quick te text and goes uh, someone outbid you by this much instead of telling her that be like sorry it didn't work but you know what i could tell you didn't like the bathroom that much or the the flooring and yeah, you can't afford to fix yeah, it exactly. we're gonna find something better here's another listing are you free tomorrow to view it Ugh, you're, and this you'll be poor great girl. When you get your license. Are you oh gonna get your license? <laughs> so I'm getting my license just so I could be more educated. But um, I don't actually want to sell homes with it. Um, who knows? Maybe because I'm just such. I'm everywhere all the time. Who knows? Maybe after talking to you and Edward all the time, you guys motivate me so much. Next thing you know, I'll be out there selling yeah. real estate too. I, I'm not going to say no to anything, but for now, it's just so I could feel prepared for this world. Yeah. And when I speak to people like you, I can actually understand what you're saying. Well, and yeah. obviously for the listeners, I don't want to just be hearing you. And like, if you say escrow, I'm like, what is that? Like, yeah, can we get a quick exactly. dictionary? <laughs> like, uh, what, what does that YouTube, mean? Get right? a bunch of videos yeah, YouTube. exactly. This podcast is for real estate uh, professionals, right? To inspire them, to motivate them, not just for new people that are, are, um, wanting to buy a house yeah. or trying to join the industry but for seasoned professionals to have a new outlook on stuff to hopefully feel fresh to feel motivated to feel inspired after listening to this yeah. not just feel like oh like COVID changed everything it sucks we just repeated the same thing everyone's been saying all the time and hope you go home depressed oh, right no, yeah, no that's not what we're about here <laughs> absolutely yeah not. that's yeah no I mean you know it's a, again this is a, a great space and I think you know the the platform is really really something to to look at and yeah. and and really kind of watch watch it i feel like you know the the premise the intention is there for something really really amazing yes so I'm, I'm really looking forward yeah to for it. sure everyone that i share um share with they're so excited about it i have a few people that text me once a week and they're like okay so what can i do now what could i access what would help me i'm like mm, maybe you need a mentor for this because <laughs> i'm not that great and i'm not a mentor at all in this industry right now hopefully yeah. in the future but um, i love that people are excited and they really see the value in this because we're it, like now is the moment to change right and just like we say at the end of each podcast change begins at home so we mean that literally, literally. and we mean that figuratively also yes, for people absolutely. because no one's going to come home, come to your house, knock on your door, drag you out, whether you have a mentor or not, they're, that's I'm not their responsibility, that. right? No, we need people You'll to come. You'll be waiting for a long yeah. time if you're waiting for me. If we're doing that, we're forcing you, then it's not going to happen. But if you feel that you need to make the change, if you're ready to commit, if you're ready to not just change yourself, but inspire the world, change this industry, that's how you're going to be successful. That's how you're going to leave behind a mark, not just in the client's mind or heart, but also when it comes to other industry professionals. And then if you're one of those people, if you're hosting webinars, if you're out there, if you're helping other people, not just being super competitive, then people will see, and whether it's Jackie, whether it's RN from Home Loans that we, we had a podcast with recently, 
They will remember your name. They will remember to refer clients to you. So it's not just word of mouth referral from clients. It's about building an entire network within your industry. Recognize that it's not just real estate agents. It's not just the person paying to give you, your, they're not just a paycheck, each client. But if you build that huge network, then if one lead is shut down, then few more will open yeah, in the future. Absolutely. And that's, and that's just how it works. That's exactly how it works. And, you know, um, learning the fundamentals, um, you know, um, learning the, the nuances of a business and, and all of that combined yeah. along with, you know, your, the, your relationships with others um, and with yourself. Exactly. Most importantly, I most think importantly, what will drive yeah. um, your business to a very high level of yeah. success. A yeah. high level of success requires you to adopt some habits. Yeah, because negativity takes a lot more space oh. than anything positive or successful that we can have, unfortunately. So if we have that and we don't treat it, we don't look into it, we don't self-reflect, that is going to pour out and that is going to taint seeps, everything yeah, around it you. Seeps into, yeah. It seeps into everything. It seeps into everything in yeah. such a way that now creates a block. Exactly. It's and an actual hormonal change in your brain. You are changing your brain by being negative. Who wants to do that? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I love this time right now um, because I feel that there's a lot more awareness with this subject and I yes. feel like a lot more people, one thing that COVID, you know, one really good benefit, I think, you know, because we could talk about laundry list of, of you know, but um, one good benefit that came out is that people, it has made people stop and take a look at themselves yeah. and, and really look at this concept of, you know, what, how, how does negativity, negativity really affect me yeah. and what has it done in my life and do I need to carry this moving forward? Exactly. And a lot of them, I'm like, just drop the baggage, just drop it. There's no need for it anymore. People see it. People feel it. You don't want that happening. Sometimes there's moments. Um, I know a few people judge me about this because I, I sometimes I make other people's problems my own. But I see someone and I see them so sad. and You almost feel it. And it doesn't feel good. And I'm like, I just want to go up to them and be like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> and then... My sister always makes fun of me because she's like, people feel that about you. And then there's random people, literally double in my age, that will come to me and tell me all their problems. All their and then I'll call my sister. One time I called her crying because this 50-something-year-old uh, woman just unloaded everything on me. After meeting me one time, she called me and just went off. And I was having such a bad day. And I was like, I don't know what to do. What if <laughs> I give her bad advice? What if she does something? What if she hurts herself? Yeah. Whatever. And my sister's like, uh, like, I don't know why you're this person but if I would if I were to notice that in someone that I'm trying to do business with I'm running away really fast I'm finding someone that makes me feel comfortable someone that makes me feel safe and positive yes. because especially in such an unsure time in the real estate industry if I want to buy a house today and you're making me feel nervous I'm keeping my money in my pocket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd rather wait a little while longer or I'd rather get my own real estate license and do it myself because I'm that weird person yeah. that will just try to do that on my own yeah. even though There's I don't have so the many, experience. Yeah. So many people that do that. You know, exactly. Get a license just so they can buy their own home and go exactly. through that process. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, going back to just being very mindful. Yes. Just being very mindful of yourself, your actions, your emotions, your output. Yes, exactly. You know, if you can start in that way, very small, you know, and just literally just like 
um, you know, work on that mindfulness, it will benefit your personal and your business tremendously. For sure. And be open to change and be open to criticism and be open to advice. Because for example, our platform, one thing that I was concerned about originally, I was like, okay, there's all these people and a few of the real estate agents that I've met are super like self-assured, confident, love that. But are these people going to be uh, reaching out to the mentors on the pocket network and actually take their advice? Or are they going to try to reach out to try to connect with this person? Cause, uh, next year I want to be like them or I want to join their company yeah. or, um, I want to go into the aspect of real estate that they're in. But even if you don't want to go in that aspect, be open to it because next thing you know, you are finding out things from each of these, um, little, like just these places in real estate where all of a sudden, if you become a mentor, even if you're making fun of Jackie today, in a couple of years, if you decide to become a mentor, these people look at you, you might only have experience selling homes, but all of a sudden you can tell them whether it's flipping houses, whether it's connecting with the right interior designer, all of this advice that really not only is so powerful, but it's expensive. Like yeah. if you wanted to buy this advice, that is expensive advice to be put in front of the right person and uh, to to be introduced to the right person, first of all, but also to make that initial connection and be able to tell them exactly what it is you want, to have the right verbiage, to have the right grasp of what the client wants, or just generally, because when you sell a house, sometimes you don't know exactly what kind of a person is going to walk in during showing, but you have to quickly be yeah, able to see. Yeah, you have to adapt, yeah. right? I if think... this person does not ever want a baby, you better not be trying to like imprint the nursery in their mind with yeah, one exactly. of the rooms, right? Exactly. Yeah, you don't you don't want to do that. But um, it it really is um, you know a platform. You know, you think of it this way as far as like being a mentor or a coach. It's like you're li you literally have access to the real estate playbook. Yeah. Real, like really you could be true. writing it in someone's mind. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Adding a page yourself. Yeah. Exactly. How many people are out there like Edward who, when they give me, when I have a question for him, cause again, like I said, I'm trying to learn myself. He will be like, okay, this is your answer. The short answer, but long answer. I want to tell you about a conversation that I had with my mentor, Jackie. And this is what she told me, whether it's uh, you telling him to read, uh, what is it? Uh, the millionaire's real estate agent or <laughs> yeah. something like that. The four the pillars period. of real estate, yeah. all of those things. Right. So all of a sudden he is telling me these things and I never had to meet you, but all of a sudden I'm benefiting from coach Jackie and I'm benefiting from your page that you're writing in my real estate handbook. And, and I'm going that. to share this. And I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. I think, you know, it's, it's for me, it's, it's confirmation. Like, you know, at, at one point when I, with the with the mentorship program it's funny is at one point i'm like is it working yeah. <laughs> i'm like um yeah you know um and then and then and then it just it just begins to kind of grow on its own yeah you know and i'm like oh this is perfect you know and they're not going to come back if it's not working right exactly one session is enough it's if it's not working yeah exactly so um you know it, it's good and and i have um you know the the structure is pretty much you know set by me i it's, i have this flexibility um in terms of of 
training and coaching again like we we do go over a lot of the fundamentals of real estate but yeah. i think even more so i really like to get into that like mindset and like really shifting things for them so that it creates long lasting sustainable change yes. for somebody you know so um that's that's a, a beautiful thing and i'm i'm so proud of it and i you know i'm, I'm proud of the the mentees um i i Literally, I can really say that I am where I'm supposed to be. Um, and, and that's a beautiful that thing just in itself to be able to say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. People go their entire life not being able to say that, not being able to tell people who they are, what they want. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, this is, you know, a, a part of what I do. Um, you know, um, and there's so many different facets of Jackie and, and, you know, and, and, and whatnot, but this, this particular part and, and the teaching is just something that's, um, you know, it's been really amazing. Yeah. And yeah. And I already see the, um, the effects of your mentorship on Edward. So I can personally say that it works. You're doing a great job. Continue doing what you're doing. And just congratulations on everything. I wish we could talk forever. And I really want, already, I already want to schedule you back in because I feel like we have so much to talk about. But for everyone watching, I'm sure you love Jackie as much as I did. And uh, you can find Jackie on all social media. You'll be able to find her on the Pocket Network as well. So Jackie, why don't you tell them where they can find you, your usernames. Yes, yes. So, um, um, look up uh, Valen Real Estate Revolution. We're changing the, the game. Uh, that's the handle across all social media. And um, yeah, I invite you to come out and take a look at what I'm doing. If it's something that's interesting to you and you want to jump into real estate, you know, um, get a hold of me. Perfect. Thank you so much. And as always, you can find the Pocket Network on all social media as well. You can find our podcast. You can find us on YouTube. We're the Pocket Network across all social media. Everything will be linked to uh, to these podcasts. Jackie's profiles will also be linked. So reach out to her. Tell her what you think. Start a conversation and you might be surprised what you walk away with. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you so much, Jackie, for Thank coming. For I hope we have you back really soon. And everyone at home, I hope, I really hope you were inspired that, by this episode. I hope you were motivated by this episode because like we always say, change begins at home.